Oh, Afghanistan, save us from Babylon. Yeah, they can take your name away. Can they take us too? It shows Reuters photojournalist Namir Noradan, driver Saeed Chamak, and several others gunned down by U.S. military in a public square in eastern Baghdad. Pilots apparently mistook the camera carried by a newsman for a weapon. Come on, fire! Hey, Roger. After the initial shooting, an unarmed group of adults and children in a minivan arrived on the scene and attempted to transport the wounded. The van was fired upon as well. Come on. WikiLeaks showed photographs of the children in the van who survived. We can infer that these sort of attacks are going on in Afghanistan. But this is the reality of modern warfare. Oh, Afghanistan, save us from Babylon. The real reason that I think Americans are going to be concerned is that there that is that there is no prospect that the mission for which their sons and daughters are being sent can be accomplished. Let me go. Give me to go. Just release. Get me to be released. Uh, I would recommend halting the surge. Uh, and a rather rapid withdrawal of a significant part of the U.S. forces that have been sent into Afghanistan over the last year. I want to go home. You know, the, the men, Afghanistan men, who are in our prisons, they want to go home too. Oh, Afghanistan, save us from Babylon. Yeah, they can take your name away. Can they take us too? Yes, they do. Tuesday, April 27th, 2010, and you've got Oz in your ears. I'm your host, Peter Bergman. My co-host, David Osman. Hiya, Pete. Oh, what a day obscured by all of the uh, trash and debris from... Well, no, wait a minute. i got to pronounce it for everybody there. This is a real service. Uh, yeah, okay. Ajaf Jala Jokul. This is the Icelandic volcano that's... Oh, yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. Destroying the economy of small African countries, I've just heard. Well, first of all, the name is so long. By the time you say, there's a problem with Ajaf Jala Jokul, you're already covered with lava. Uh, There you go. You're (laughs) ash, like one of those Pompeian dogs, right? Your little, little body surrounded by ash. It's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, actually. Yeah, I mean, I, I took a look. At, I was up on the, on the internet, and they had this like you know thermo picture of it spreading all over the place, you know. And it's amazing. It's like it, this little this little volcano in Iceland is now threatening all of Europe and most of Asia. Well, you know, it just just goes to show, but the the Earth has got a problem here with us. Okay, it's been shaking like crazy. Oh, I know. The newspaper is going to say, it's a very average year for 6.9 earthquakes. We've had 27. And we always have 27 every year, and don't worry about it. Nothing, But it's been shaking in places which, you know, where people live, you know. Earthquakes have been seeking out where people actually live and have very flimsy houses. Yes. It's yes. the same thing as tornadoes and, and uh, you know, uh, and, uh, and those parks where they have those tin cans that you know, mobile homes that well, uh, that well tornadoes, tornadoes, really tornadoes like. well, tornadoes consider mobile homes to be sushi. 
Yeah, they suck them right up. They sure. just they love them they love them dearly. Well, think what you're going to do with a mud hut if you're living five thousand feet underground and got the shakes. You know what I mean? What are you going to do now? Now there's all the story about how it's of course it's it's disrupting airlines and it's disrupting um, economies and it's still it's still burning. But here's something I picked up in a USA Today of okay. all places, McNewspaper. Okay, right? It says, however. And they're quoting Science Fair. The Ajalakajokal volcano isn't necessarily the main problem. No, it's its pronounceable sister, Katla. Katla, Iceland's noisier neighbor, that's the concern. If lava flowing from melts the glaciers that holds down the top of Katla, then Kotla could blow its top, pumping gigantic amounts of ash into the atmosphere. The potential eruption of Iceland's volcano Kotla could send the world, including the USA, into an extended deep freeze. Oh, my, my. There's no telling how long the eruption may last. Ladies and gentlemen, you will have to stay at home for the rest of the year. We're very sorry about this, and uh, airline traffic, of course, uh, will be disrupted, but you will be staying home this year, and uh, that's all you can do, because we're under a big black cloud. <coughs> there's nothing like the end of the world right now, there's nothing like the end of the world to give you a sense of perspective. That's right. That's right. Slow you right down, you know? Yeah. And, and I did, no, nobody else picked this up. I mean, we've had nuclear wow. winter, so to speak, I think mm. twice in the planet's history, you know, when these big volcanoes go off and they shut out the sun and everything dies, even frankenfood. You know, they, they don't have any frankenfood that says, well, this corn will grow even during nuclear winter. They're going to have to think about that. I'm sure you saw the story about the meteorites that uh, struck over, what was it, Oklahoma? And the guy went, the guy saw, oh, they coming down. Look at that. He got in a truck with his boy and they drove down Highway 19 after that, uh, that uh, that uh, meteorite that drove off track guy gets down he where he thinks it is and uh, and the farmer says uh, you interested in this he's got a little lot b- bigger than a nickel yeah. just a tiny bit of a, a tiny bit of meteoroid yeah. and he says is this what you're looking for and he pays him two hundred dollars for it goes right goes right back home you're not going to say where it is but he doesn't want a lot of people out there hunting meteoroids you know it's just amazing out there and he you, doesn't know what he got well he, he could have gotten hit on the head with the dang thing you know i mean uh, what are meteoroids sir or search out out there in the world they, they ever come through your roof no they don't they don't get the mobile homes hey meteoroids they come on this i hate that cactus i'm gonna get me that cactus bang you know out there in the middle of nowhere well that's my disaster news for the day excuse me i'll go leave the room now there's other disasters on the horizon oh poor erskine bowles you see obama has put him in charge of this committee that's going to sit down and figure out how to balance the budget well according to some quotes in the gray lady he knew he had uh, his task in hand when he told his 90-year-old mother that, about his new appointment. She was very proud of him. Then she said, Don't mess with my Medicare. Well, you see, under Obama's budget plan, the plan that exists today, the USA's debt in 2020 will be nearly the size of the entire economy then. Ooh, there's a problem. Interest costs would be $900 billion five times today's level. Well, Quote, to avoid large and unsustainable budget deficits, what do you mean to avoid? We've already got them. The nation will ultimately have to choose among higher taxes, modifications to entitlement programs such as Social Security and Medicare, less spending on everything else from education to defense, or some combination of the above. This quote from Federal Reserve Chairman Ben Bernanke. 
So far, this fiscal year, the debt held by the public, not including money the government owes itself, whatever that means, is 58% of the U.S. economy. That's bad, but it's not as bad as, say, Italy, where their debt is 113% of the annual economy, which is shrinking. I mean, you know, you got, like, cars that hardly work that are real good-looking, nice furniture and pasta and tourism. It's not enough. Japan's debt is 105% of the economy. Britain, France, and Germany are somewhere between 62% and 70%. So at 58%, we're looking good, i.e. everybody is in big trouble. Healthcare costs are soaring. Medicare and Medicaid will cost more than $800 billion this year. By 2020, they'll cost $1.5 trillion. Sounds like a lot of money, but from where I'm coming from, it's not a problem if it's really making people healthy so they can go back to work or stay at work rather than, you know, being sick at home or taking care of people who are sick at home. So here's some of their options. Raising Medicare's eligibility rate from 65 to 67 would save $86 billion over 10 years. That's not a good idea. Well, for those next two years, you got to like suffer between being 65 and 67. I went on Medicare at 65. Let me tell you, it's a godsend. They could raise the premium for doctor's bills from 25% to 35%. That'll save $217 billion. But that's peanuts compared to what the Treasury Department projects Medicare will owe over the next 75 years. $38 trillion! Solutions are more readily available for Social Security, which costs $715 billion this year. It's going to raise to $1.2 trillion in 2020. Well, there are certain savings that are available that don't include hurting people or making them sick. There's like canceling the F-35 jet fighter would save $42 billion over 10 years, and we'd never miss it. Reversing the Army's projected troop increase would save $92 billion. We could save a whole lot more if we just... Got out of Iraq and Afghanistan, came home and kind of like uh, uh, took on a defensive posture or maybe helped uh, uh, enlarge the United Nations police force. United Nations, one world government. We have one world, but we don't have any government. Well, there is another another opportunity. We could slash highway funding to shore up the Highway Trust Fund, which helped pays for repair. That would save $107 billion. And then, of course, we'd all be driving into potholes so deep, we'd end up in China, where most of our money is anyway. No, no, I have a solution for balancing the budget. It's called soak the rich. We need the dough, easy. Soak the rich, soak them good. Some loaded playboy wants to buy a $400,000 Ferrari, fine. Slap a $100,000 luxury tax on that Italian chick magnet. Another four hundred grand ain't going to stop him. You don't like it? He can drive my 97 Toyota Camry. 